J.M. in the A.M. Well, for those of you who missed my uh, announcement earlier, let me read it one more time before we introduce Rachel Berger. It is cause to celebrate. Not much, uh, not many causes to celebrate over the last couple of months, uh, but this is a cause to celebrate. 51 Olim landed this morning as part of a Nefesh Benefesh group Aliyah flight uh, in Israel. The flight follows a record-breaking month in Aliyah, with May of 2020 showing a one 100% increase in North American interest in Aliyah compared to last May. April was a 50% increase compared to last April. May is the highest recorded month of Aliyah application that Nefesh Benefesh has experienced in the 18 years since its founding. In May, 800 families and singles submitted online applications out of a total of 1,007 that were downloaded. In comparison, 424 last May. The average age of May's applicants, and this may really be the reason to celebrate, the average age of May's applicants, 28 years old. About two-thirds of these submitted applications were for an expected Aliyah date in 2020, in the next six months, which is unbelievable. Rachel Berger is Director of Employment for Nefesh Benefesh. She's uh, spoken to us before about uh, the unique... um, uh, vantage point that she has when it comes to Aliyah. I'm sure this month has been quite interesting from her vantage point. Rachel Berger, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. Uh, does all of this that I just read and reported mean a lot of extra work for you now, or the extra work is coming down the road? I would say both. I've had uh, more than, you know, I would say every single week we have hundreds of phone calls with people who are exploring their aliyah and want to know whether it's now or down the road uh, what their employment options are going to be. And many of them also are talking about bringing their jobs with them because the whole world of employment has changed with COVID. Right. Um, if they do bring their jobs with them, do they um, do they still speak with you or your staff at some point, or they literally can can you know seamlessly just start working from Israel? Many of them just start working from Israel. Uh, they may check in to discuss if they're freelancers uh, getting additional work, and some people always check in because they want to know what their options would be if their current situation is terminated and they need to have another plan once they're here. But many of them bring their job and just keep or keep their job. They just right. keep their job and continue working. Now, I always get this wrong every time I every time there's a historical blip that occurs, uh, some major change uh, in the last 18 years. I get it wrong and say it's going to affect in a downward way the number of Olim and the number of people who are interested in Aliyah. Your boss always gets it right and feels and feels correctly that these the blips always go the other way uh, with the arrow pointing up. Did any of this surprise you? Were you, I don't know, taken aback by the fact that, that COVID and the situation now in North America would lead to the numbers you're seeing? I think COVID has really um, impacted the way people think. Let's remember, it's, you know, when was the last time there was an international pandemic? Right. 100 years ago. Right. So I think people reflect about what the, these are at least the conversations I have. People reflect about what it is they really want to do. And if this is something that they want to do, they want to make Aliyah. So 
now has never been a better time, especially in light of the fact that Israel has seemed to manage this pandemic. And obviously, you know, the fact that you don't have to worry about um, health coverage and whatnot. So people have been really knocking on our doors and wanting to discuss what their options are, how to build a life here. It's been very interesting and very welcoming. We're very excited to help. Rachel Berger with us, Nefesh Benefesh, Director of Employment. And aside from the health care, of course, the tuition bill is also one of those uh, major factors. Um, so we, we suspected, like every country on the globe, uh, that Israel would suffer somewhat, even though, again, the way you described it is accurate in terms of the way things were handled and the differences, you know, the obvious differences uh, geographically, et cetera, uh, with them in the United States and other countries. Um, but nonetheless, we still suspected that the Israeli job market, like so many others, you know, w- would suffer somewhat. Now, have you felt any of that? Has that hindered you and your staff's ability uh, to to find jobs for people? In, in general, is this simply one of those downward turn turns in employment in Israel and the job market's not as strong as you'd like? So that's a wonderful question. I'll tell you, if you go back to February, in February, it was an incredibly strong market, and the demand for employees was so high that it was really an employee market. And subsequently, because of people that were let go, uh, you know, the market has changed. But, but I will tell you, and you can see the numbers on our job board, we're posting about 100 new jobs every single week targeting English language professionals. And uh, the need for English language professionals in marketing and writing and communication is consistent. People are having Zoom interviews. People are having real-time interviews like in person. And people are getting jobs. They really are. Um, I thought it would get a bigger hit than, than it is. I think there are a couple of factors. One factor is that uh, the large companies are still recruiting. But there's something else that's going on in Israel that, um, especially in the tech center, uh, there is a lot of infusion of funds from the government, and the government keeps that engine running. So it's also the fact that people have business. It's also the fact that there are large companies in Israel, Amazon, Facebook, Google, that are recruiting, checkmark, I mean, like a lot of companies. And it's also the fact that uh, anybody can go and look on uh, the Israeli government websites to see the support the Israeli government gives to companies. Mm. Is that job board uh, easily accessible on the NBN website? It is. It's at www.nbn.org.il slash job board, and you are welcome. Everybody is welcome to peruse it. You get to have a sense of just what is going on in the market for English language professionals. Rachel Berger is with us. Uh, you've filled in the blanks for us in the past. I've said, you know, uh, you know what is the best, uh, or I, I would say it differently. You know, if you're in this industry, now's the time to come. And you filled it in the past. If you're a doctor, now's a very good time. If you're a nurse, now's a good time. Is is if you're in the tech industry the only answer now, or are there other ways you would fill in that blank? No, I would say every professional. Every If you're a nurse, it's a good time to come. If you're a doctor, it's a good time to come. If you're a PT, it's a good time to come. If you're a social worker, it's a good time to come. I mean, 
really, you know, I would say that every industry is searching. It's just a different, we love it when it's, you know, an employee type of, uh, of economy, when the employee can just have such choice of five, six, seven roles because they're so in demand. And now it's regular, I don't want to say regular economy, so the economy obviously has taken a hit. Right. You just have to be on top of your game. I'm coaching tons of people. If you're on top of your game, you're getting offers. You're getting offers, and people who talk to me will say to me, I want a specific offer. And I'll bounce back and say, are you sure in this economy you're going to hold out for this specific offer? And they'll say, yeah, I am. I'm like, well, okay, more power to you. Right. Maybe you know something I don't know. You know, yeah. but people are getting offers. Years that's, a- that's really important. Years ago, we spoke about commuters, people who literally lived in Israel but were, you know, in the U.S. 10 days out of the month, two weeks out of the month, you know, whatever it happened to have been, two days a week, whatever it was. Uh, now, of course, uh, it, it, it has become more obvious because of what we're going through here that there, there would be less commuting necessary in many of these professions because, again, people now are proving they can you know, be, be whatever number of miles away and, and still do their job. Uh, is that, is that um, handful of people that were, uh, that were commuting at that time now going to increase like crazy, or do you think that the only thing that's really going to increase in terms of those who keep American jobs is that other category of people who are working remotely and almost never will have to travel to the U.S. I, I think that the remote workplace is going to boom. I've been on a number of international webinars, not only Israel-based webinars, I, and I'm not the only one saying it. I mean, the big, big companies are saying, please don't come back. And if you look at Business Insider, Forbes, it, this is going to impact, I believe, the way we work, and I think it's going to impact Olim and Aliyah because people can not only bring their job with them, they can get their next job with them. Right. On one hand, there's the side of looking at, you know, the Israel economy and saying, hey, what do I offer and how can I find a job? On the other side, there's let me have the whole world at my fingertips and something that was probably happening anyways in the digital age because we're in the digital age, something that was happening anyways was the concept of remote work, and it was getting more uh, accepted. But now with COVID, people say, wow, this is a real solution, and people love working from home. Not everybody, obviously, but you read articles about it, and I think that if people have good services to offer and good skills to offer, then they can bring a job that with them and they can uh, commute easily. The, on these webinars that you mentioned you're part of, I mean, do they ever discuss, do the bosses ever discuss how difficult it could be to monitor the work of those who are working remotely? Or essentially, you know, it's all about the bottom line. If the job gets done, they don't care how it gets done. So, there, first of all, there's software today that monitors how your workers are, are working. And second of all, um, there is a ton of business being done now uh, dealing with teamwork and managers and managers who manage their workers that are remote. There are startups that are working in this field as well. So since this is something that's happening, uh, you know, the industry knows how to find the tools it needs to make it happen. Is the Nefesh Benefesh building still going to exist or uh, is everyone going to be asked to work from home? Actually, we are working in the Nefesh Benefesh building uh, because we have a lot of collaborative meetings that are in person that we need to take care of and and meet with each other. 
but sure, there's also people who are uh, working from home as well. I, I think that this whole um, experience that we as humanity is experiencing now uh, is going to have a great impact. I mean, I think it's going to leave a, a certain impact on uh, the way the way we run our life, and I think it's a huge opportunity for people who want to make Aliyah. By the way, and there's a reason why I'm reading it, you'll see in a second, but let me just mention that today's Aliyah group, it, only 51 people, I say only because of what I'm about to say, nonetheless, the group uh, moved to Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Ranana Bat Yam, Petach Tikva Be'er Sheva, Ramat HaSharon B'nei Brak, Yavne Karmiel, Katrin Kirat Chaim, Mazkeret Batya, Meitar, Netanya, Netivot, and Pardes Chana. My point being, that these 51 people, you know, now now are representing all these different communities in Israel. Again, it's not only an issue of working remotely and therefore I could leave the U.S. and move to Israel. It's an issue of working remotely. Now I could live anywhere I want in Israel. How many people? Yeah. How many people are tethered to? I I need good commute to Tel Aviv. I need good commute to Jerusalem, etc. Now, literally, the entire country, you know, beckons. Not right. Exactly. And not only that, that also means that whatever your budget is for real estate, flips yeah. it up. That also means that if we have people going to many, many different areas, you start to make the English language book club. You start to make the program that, you know, allows you to have community and continuous community in addition to your new Israeli community. Pretty amazing. No, I think it's going to have a profound effect. Pretty amazing, I'll tell you. The numbers are just remarkable. I wonder what June's going to look like. You have any indication, by the way, about the first nine days in June if this trend is continuing, or are you not sure? We're not sure. Look, the indication is that every every day we are getting more and more and more uh, applications for Aliyah. Every single day. And it's from every area because, again, excuse me for yeah. reading, but, again, this group that landed today – from New York, Florida, New Jersey, Texas, Wisconsin, California, Illinois, Indiana, Massachusetts, Ohio, Oregon, Rhode Island, and South Carolina. Pretty amazing. Uh, all right, best resources. Uh, you mentioned earlier the uh, nbn.org.il slash job board. What else should people know who are looking to turn people to? People write us employment at nbn.org.il. We are so happy to answer your questions, get you started, get you thinking. Uh, in any way that we can help. And, of course, one eight six six number that you advertise all the time. Call us. We're here for you. Even if it's just to explore your options, just to have that original initial conversation to see what your possibilities are, that's why we're here. We're here to help you make your Aliyah happen. Yeah, and boy, you helped a lot of people, that's for sure. Uh, nbn.org.il, 8664-ALIYAH, nbn.org.il, 8664-ALIYAH, for Rachel Berger and her staff, employment at nbn.org.il, employment at nbn.org.il. Rachel, always a pleasure. Great to hear the uh, incredible optimism as we continue forward and hope that more and more people move from North America to the state of Israel. A pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. Rachel Berger, employment at nbn.org.il. Explore, everybody. Explore.